With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days in the podcast. Not by much, but I'll take it. I should have just bet San Diego and San Francisco first five numbers to the over. Lit a victory cigar in the first inning. Missed opportunity there for me. I didn't believe any place could make Colorado look pitcher friendly, but Mexico City did just that as the two teams combined for 27 runs on Saturday and poor Alex Cobb and you Darvish on Sunday. Cobb comes in with a 1.91 ERA, Darvish a 3.00 ERA, and I have a bad feeling for them. Their numbers are going to get inflated a little bit since the posted total for the game is 21. We're probably looking at a six and a half number in the first five. It's just crazy to think about. But now let's recap the winning card for Sunday. I cash on the Astros under the one and a half of the first five. That was plus money at a plus 105. Zach Wheeler gets the job done. And to my surprise, I cash a ticket on the Philadelphia Phillies. How about that? Then I cash in the Mariners under the one and a half in the first five. Kevin Gosman put himself in a couple bad situations, but he danced out of trouble. Good baseball game. What, one nothing game in extra innings? I like games like that. I get to cash that ticket. The Braves, I had a good number. I had the over one and a half. It moved to two and a half. Unfortunately for me, it didn't matter. Game got washed away. No action. Then, for the second consecutive day, I had one play remaining to have a perfect day. Yes, Saturday would need an asterisk because I had one get rained out. But nonetheless, I had the Athletics under the one and a half in the first five. Hunter Green was on the hill. He lasted five innings. He got 10 strikeouts. I feel really good about those numbers. The Reds, or excuse me, the A's score only two runs for the game. Unfortunately for me, both came in the second inning. Both were unearned, and that's what frustrates me. I can accept losing in baseball, but when I see three plays like I did in that game, it is so absolutely frustrating. Number one, the Reds made a throwing error to get the leadoff guy on. Then after a strikeout, my right fielder misplays the ball, takes three steps back, then comes in, tries to dive it, gets scored a double. He let it by him to begin with. Oh, boy, should have been caught. That was a routine fly ball. And then the game's in Oakland with two down, a foul ball into foul territory by third. Oakland is the biggest foul territory in Major League Baseball. You got to jump. You got to have a quick first step to that foul ball. You should have had it. I could have had that ball. You didn't get there. It dropped, and sure enough, then they get the hit to beat me. And if you can't tell, I'm just a little frustrated over that one. Three plays defensively that should have been made by Hunter Green. If they make just one of those three plays, we would have had a perfect day and I'd be happy. Oh, yes, that's baseball, though. I make five cents on the day. Yes, that's right. Five pennies. So back in 1987, I could walk to Thomas Grocery in elementary school, get penny candy, and look at the wax packs of baseball cards and be a happy camper. But uh, 
These days, five cents will not get me very far, but it's a win. We count it as a second consecutive winning day. I got the vent out of my system. The fundamentals of baseball. It's just like pitchers now throwing strikes. It just irritates me. But now let's get to the card for Sunday. It's another unique card. And some of the games that I wanted to put on my card, I had to pull off. The Braves, like I said, were one and a half yesterday. Today, they're at two and a half. I yanked it off the card. Same pitching matchup since it got washed away on Saturday, but I'm not going to play it at the two and a half. I wanted the Rays, but they're over two and a half was minus 130 today against Clevenger. So that was too rich for my blood. So I pulled that one off. I had the White Sox under one and a half on there at plus 105, but I yanked that one off for a different reason. So let's get to the games that I am going to play for Sunday. It's the Cubs at the Marlins. It's Justin Steele on the bump for the Cubbies. A 4-0 record, a 1.19 ERA, and a 0.89 whip. Last time out was his shortest start of the season. He lasted five and a third innings. Shout out baseball against the Padres. He lasted six innings against the A's, the Rangers, and the Brewers, giving up a combined three runs. He lasted seven innings against the Dodgers, gave up two runs late in that game. 3.18 ERA last season with a 3.78 ERA on the road. He did make one start against the Marlins in 2022. Went just four and two-thirds innings, but didn't give up a run. Miami ranks 29th in scoring with just 3.04 runs per game. They rank 29th in scoring at home with just 2.54 runs per game. On a positive note for the Marlins, though, they do rank much better in OPS against lefties, ranking 8th compared to 25th against righties. But that's not enough to scare me away. I'm going to back steal today. I'm on the Marlins under the one-and-a-half runs in the first five. At a normal juice here at a minus 110. Next game, it's the Cubs at the Marlins. Yeah, I'm going to play both sides of this one. So needless to say, I kind of like the Cubbies on the run line in the first five innings. It's Brian Hoeing making his second start of the year for the Marlins. Three and two-thirds innings, giving up four runs at Atlanta on Tuesday. He gave up six hits, walked a couple, struck out a couple. Last year, he made eight appearances for the Marlins, went 12 and two-thirds innings. He gave up 17 runs. That's not good. So an 11.570 ERA at the major league level. He has a career 4.30 ERA in the minors, over 280 and a third innings. A 5.07 ERA last year in AAA. Much better this year, though, with a 2.08 ERA over 17 and a third innings. The Cubs, though, are the fourth best team in OPS against righties. They're the second best OPS team on the road, and they're averaging the most runs per game on the road this season. The Cubbies have lost six of nine. They're looking to avoid the sweep in Miami. I expect them to do just that. I'm going to grab some plus money here. I'm on the Cubbies over the two and a half runs in the first five at a plus 115. Next up on the card, it's the LA Angels at the Milwaukee Brewers. So this did not work for me on Friday but I'm going to try it again today. It's Colin Ray getting the call for the Brew Crew. 0-1 on the season, a 5.17 ERA and a 1.21 whip. Three starts this year, five and two-thirds innings, one run at San Diego. Watch the highlight of that game. That strike zone, they were giving him one, two balls on the inside and the outside. It was a very generous strike zone, in my opinion. Five innings, four runs at Seattle, and five innings, four runs last time out against Detroit. So a career, 4.92 ERA, over 39 appearances. 
749 and two-thirds innings in his career at the minor league level. He has a 3.65 ERA, so he's been around just a bit. The Angels ranked 15th in OPS against righties, and that's mid-pack, but they're fifth overall scoring this season. I think today is a good day for some runs in Milwaukee. I'm going to play the Angels over the two and a half runs in the first five. Plus money, can't pass it up at a plus 125. Next up on the card, the final game on the card, it's the Kansas City Royals at the Minnesota Twins. So the Royals finally ended their losing streak to the Twins at Target Field on Saturday. But today, they have to face Sonny Gray. He's back in the bump for the Twinkies. 3-0 record, a 0.62 ERA, and a 1.07 whip. It's always good when your ERA is lower than your whip in baseball. He has yet to give up two runs in a game. I'm probably going to jinx him here. He didn't give up a run at Kansas City or against the White Sox or against the Yankees. And then he only allowed a single run at Boston and a single run against Houston. A 2.66 ERA at Target Field last season. That's really good. Three starts last year against the Royals. He was really, really good. 19 innings, just one run allowed against Kansas City. That was a 0.47 ERA. Kansas City sticks are a career 187 against Sonny. The Royals rank dead last in OPS against righties. Kansas City ranks 28th in runs scored. And with those gray splits, I'm willing to pay the price. I'm actually shocked it's only at a minus 130. I would have expected this to be minus 155 or minus 160. By morning, it might be. But with those numbers, oh boy, this is a steal in my opinion. Gray could give up three in the first inning. Don't get me wrong. It is baseball. But from a value perspective, I absolutely love the Royals here. Under the one and a half at a minus 130. So let's recap your card for a Sunday. I got the vent session out of my system. I'm feeling a little better now. I'm on the Marlins under the one and a half at a minus 110. And obviously the first game off the board means a lot to me. Same game. I have the Cubbies over the two and a half runs in the first five at a plus 115. I'm going back to the well with the Angels over the two and a half runs at a plus 125. And I'm on the Kansas City Royals under the one and a half runs of the first five at a minus 130. So that's your card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.